Lovers of Truth. <coughs> At the very outset, we have to understand that truth is what it is. We cannot conceptualize it, we cannot organize it, and we cannot use it for our own purposes. Moreover, <coughs> with the blinkers on both the sides like a horse, with all our conditionings, we cannot find the truth. We have to be free people, we have to be open-minded people, like scientists, <coughs> to see for ourselves what is the truth. If somebody preaches something, professes something, says something, is not to be accepted blindfolded. As I told you yesterday, that the essence of all the religions is to find the eternal and to treat the transitory in its own understanding and in its own limitations. That's why we have lost our balance. If we are really the people <coughs> who want to know the truth, we have to know that at human awareness we cannot know it. It becomes a concept. You have to have the spiritual awareness but spiritual awareness is a state of your being where you become the spirit. Again, the Good morning and welcome to the Sahaja Yoga meditation program. You've just been listening to the wise words of Srimati Jinyamala Devi, the founder of Sahaja Yoga meditation. This morning we're going to be going through a very simple meditation technique that anybody can do. If you're listening to for the first time, it only takes about 10 minutes. And we'll be giving you a brief introduction to what Sahaja Yoga Meditation is about, how you can practice it at home. And if you're interested in following up, there are free programs all over Sydney, Australia and the world. Sahaja Yoga does not accept any money. It's a free organization. We're here just to pass on the joy that we have felt in getting our self-realization. The self-realization process, once you've experienced it, you can take it further and you can experience that depth of joy. You can experience life changes. And... As I said, and as Shumataji said, uh, you have to go beyond the mind. You have to go beyond the concepts and uh, and beyond any teachings that you may have um, <clears throat> read about or grew up about, grew up with as as a child. So, first of all, we're going to start uh, the program with a very simple meditation, and it's the self-realization process. And for this, you just make yourself comfortable sitting on a chair or on the floor with your hands open, palms facing upward on your lap and closing your eyes. This is only going to take about 10 minutes and you close your eyes and you're just gently breathing and letting go 
of any thoughts, any problems that you may have, and just relaxing, letting the mind relax, putting it aside for the next 10 minutes. And as Shumadaji say, keeping an open mind, being open, and this is really opening your heart to the vibrations, to this energy that lies within each human being at the base of the spine, a spiritual mother known as our Kundalini. And we're going to talk to her during our self-realization meditation. And we're going to ask her to open our energy centers, our chakras, and this will have a very subtle, very gentle effect within us. So just relaxing and taking your right hand and placing it on your heart. And here resides our spirit, our pure and eternal spirit that is within each human being. We're going to ask for the connection to our spirit. Mother, please come into my heart. Mother, please come into my heart. Please open my heart so that I may feel the spirit within me. Just gently breathing, letting go of all your thoughts and putting your attention in your heart. Take your right hand to the lower part of the ribcage on the left side, press firmly. And we're going to ask a question three times. Mother, am I my own master, my own teacher? Mother, am I my own master, my own teacher? When we get our self-realization, when the Kundalini is awakened, the spirit becomes the master not the emotions, not our thoughts, not our conditionings, but the pure and beautiful spirit that is within each one of us. Take your right hand to the lower part of the stomach on the left side and press firmly. And here we're going to say several times, Mother, please give me pure knowledge. Mother, please give me pure knowledge. 
All knowledge is within us and our spirit contains only pure knowledge, only the truth. We don't want knowledge from our egos, from our superegos, from our conditionings. We just want the truth. And this chakra holds the pure knowledge within us. Mother, please give me pure knowledge. Let me feel the truth within me. Take your right hand once again back to the lower part of the ribcage and we're going to establish this chakra that we are our own masters and that you have full confidence in yourself. I am my own master, my own teacher, my own guru. It is such a satisfying quality within us. I am my own master. I have that freedom within me because my spirit is my master. Take your right hand back to your heart and again with full confidence in yourself with the pure knowledge that you just have attained. I am the pure spirit. this mind, this body, these thoughts, my job, my family, my country. I am the pure spirit. Mother, please give me the freedom live as my spirit. To manifest the spirit within me. Take your right hand, place it on your left shoulder on the corner of your neck and just turn your head slightly to the right. 
And here we need to let go of a feeling that we build up within ourselves, a myth, and it's called guilt. Mother, I am not guilty. And we say this several times. And each time you say it, you let go of any guilt that you feel. You surrender it. There is the expression we have the world, the weight of the world on our shoulders. And it's caused by feeling guilty for no reason. I am not guilty. The spirit cannot be guilty of anything. it across your forehead just drop your head slightly forward in your hand and here we're holding on to two entities the ego and the super ego which sit on the left and the right side of the brain and in the middle is a narrow gate and for the kundalini energy to pass through this narrow gate we have to forgive from the heart I forgive everyone, including myself. I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. Take your right hand and place it at the back of your head in the center and just drop your head slightly backwards. And here we're going to ask the divine power that created all things, including ourselves, that if we have made any mistakes, knowingly or unknowingly, please forgive me. Take your right hand and place the center of the palm of your right hand on the top of your head in the center and press down firmly and rotate your scalp in a clockwise direction. And here we're going to say several times, Mother, please give me my self-realization. Mother, please give me my self-realization. Or if you've already done the process before, you can say, Mother, please establish my self-realization. Pressing firmly, rotating the scalp in a clockwise direction. Mother, please connect me to my spirit. Please connect me to this all-pervading power surrounds me, that is within me. And 
lift your hand about 20 centimeters above the top of your head and see if you can feel a cool breeze emitting. Move your hand around a little bit just to find that spot. There also may be warm air emitting. Eventually it will become cool. The more you deepen, the more relaxed you become, the less thoughts you have. You can put your right hand on your lap and try with your left hand. Now put your attention here where your hand is above the top of your head and place both your hands on your lap, palms facing upward. Keep your eyes closed and we're just going to meditate for a few minutes. If you have any thoughts, you just witness them. You just watch them pass by. Don't pay any attention. And just gently breathing, taking your attention inside. So this is the self-realization process. It's the first step in attaining, hopefully, a very enjoyable experience. There's a free class. There, is, there are free classes all over Sydney where you can attend in your area. And if you would like to find out more about this meditation, Sahaja Yoga Meditation, feel free to look at the website, freemeditation.com.au. And um, there are free programs uh, all over Australia also and all around the world. And at these programs, we can show you how to deepen, how to go through the experience of the meditation where you can learn more about how to clear the chakras because it's not easy to meditate because we're 
have a certain, um, we're in a certain state where the chakras, the energy centers that prevent us from meditating and perhaps your right side, the right channel is too hot, which creates a lot of thoughts. And very simply, we can use different techniques that can show you how to clear the chakras. Saj Yoga meditation has been around since 1970 and the founder of Sahaja Yoga, Shumataji Nimala Devi, started with one person and today thousands of people are practicing Sahaja Yoga meditation with lots of benefits. So not only do you feel this spirit connection within you, but your health improves, mental health, all sorts of magical and wonderful things happen. But it's for you to experience and it's your experience and that's what's very important that you experience this for yourself. We're now just going to have a small break from our meditation. We're just going to listen to a short piece of Enya.
We're now going to listen to a talk of Shumataji's. Uh, for this also, we experience it as a meditation. So once again, sitting comfortably, with your hands open on your lap, palms facing upwards, and you can close your eyes. And once again, just moving your right hand through the center of your body, lifting from the base of the spine, just lifting your hand in front of your body and bringing it up and just touching the top of your head with your palm. And you can do this several times just to bring our attention back inside, back to the Sahasrara, to the top of our head. And then just leave your hand on the top of your head, press down firmly and place your right hand back on your lap again and just relax. So we're now going to listen to a public program talk of Shimadaji from 1980. Today I was telling you about our growth within after self-realization. The germination takes place very easily. The Kundalini rises very easily, also pierces the fontanel bone area very easily. That is really, as you call it, Sahaja. It's a tremendous happening. It takes thousands of years for people to get realization. That's also a fact. They had to be born again and again, and very few selected got realization. But today, as I said, the time has come for many flowers to become fruits. So this happening doesn't take much time. It's just split of a second in many people. But about the growth I was talk, talking last time, last time I've ended up at self-realization. What is self-realization? Is and what do we expect from self-realization? The first thing that happens to you, as you know, when the Kundalini rises, that you start feeling physically better, your health improves. Though the Kundalini rises from the centermost nadi, called as Brahma nadi, inside the Sushubna, in the central part, and first thing that happens is the physical being, which is helped. That is not the innermost core of every center. The innermost core of every center is the spiritual. But how is it first the physical being is help? It's very interesting to see. The Kundalini rises through many centers, passes through Agya, pierces through Fontanelle and becomes one with the all-pervading power. So first thing 
that receives the information is the seat of Sadashiva, is the seat of your Atma, your spirit, on top of your head. But the spirit is in your heart. So the first awakening takes place or enlightenment takes place in your brain. This is a very important point to receive. In your brain resides the conscious mind. That means the present. And when it is enlightened, that means your awareness is enlightened. You get enlightenment in your awareness, in your attention. As I told you last time, that attention is enlightened first. So through your attention you can find out what is the matter with other persons, you can find out what centers are catching, what your centers are catching. So on the physical level, you know what's happening. That's the, we should say, the present. We feel our gross being enlightened. We can feel them on our fingers. But when the Kundalini is rising in your being, she goes straight on to the fontanel bone area. Of course, if there is a hurdle or anything, then she stops and tries to indicate. At that time, if she is not successful, for example, you have got a liver problem, then she will come and throb at liver problem, informing you that there is something wrong with the liver. That's why a Sahaja Yogi has to give vibrations from outside. When the Kundalini rises above the Agya, she goes up to this fondanel and pierces. But when she cannot go beyond Agya, she spreads out here. She can spread out here also. And then she starts trickling down the grace on the, or, or you can say she starts relaxing this area, which is called as murdha. And that's how she makes more space in the agya. And this relaxation works out the outer side of the physical being. Also when she pierces through in anyone who has a simpler personality, who is not so complicated, first thing that happens is that the grace starts falling through from the sides. And the grace starts falling into the Ida and Pingala. And then she comes down, by which she supplies Ida and Pingala, the grace, not the Kundalini. You should not confuse these two things. Because of her piercing, there is an opening made and the grace 
starts coming down. And she, I should say the grace itself, feeds all the centers from outside. So the first the physical being improves. The second one, I'm now going from outside inside, is Second one is the mental being. Now the mental being relates to our awareness as well, also to our sense of understanding, intellect and all those things. When the grace starts flowing more and more within us, then our mental being gets enlightened. When the mental being gets enlightened, then you start feeling centers of other persons. Some people, you know, just get cured. They don't feel any vibrations, nothing, just they feel cured. They get cured of cancer, this, that, all sorts of things. But they do not get vibrations, they do not get the feeling, they cannot make out whether it is this chakra or that chakra, they do not feel anything. So the first thing that would happen to anyone is the physical gift, physical being improves.
now going to continue listening to the talk of Shimataji from 1980. Continue meditating. If your attention is dropping, just once again bring your right hand through the center of your body from the base of your spine to the top of your head. Place your hand, the palm on your head and do this several times. Take a few deep breaths. Settle your attention. Close your eyes and take your attention inside and try and keep your attention on the top of your head and just let the words of Shumadaji filter into your subtle system and this will also help you to go into a deeper meditation. That's the grace of God. Because if you are not well, if you have some pains and some troubles and some diseases, how are you going to pay attention to God and Spirit? That's very important. But before it comes to the mental self, something else happens also. That when the Kundalini pierces, the falling of grace first comes down to the lower centers starting from Nabi, downwards. And Nabi is a great sucker. Nabi starts sucking the vibrations, or you can say the grace. And Nabi starts getting a bacon, first of all. From Nabi rises this Vadishtana Chakra, which goes round and round, which is connected with Tabi. So it flows to Swadhisthana. And then Swadhisthana also start, starts working out itself. Swadhisthana sucks in as much as possible and works out all the centers, I mean all the organs which are supplied by it. I'm just going to quickly interrupt the talk there, Shumadaji, just to explain to you, to make it easier. Shumadaji is speaking about the Nabi Chakra. The Nabi Chakra is in the stomach area. So Shumadaji is explaining that the vibrations are sucked in through the Nabi. And then she talks about the Swadhisthan Chakra, which is the second chakra, which is at the lower part of the stomach where we ask for pure knowledge. These qualities are within us and they, these chakras give us the qualities of the knowledge and it also affects the brain, it also affects the thoughts that we have. So when we have a settled Swadhisthan chakra, our thoughts are very, we, we have less thoughts and very peaceful. When our Nabi is clear, we are very satisfied, we feel very content. Shumanaji also speaks about different chakras. It doesn't really matter that you don't actually understand at this stage, but the vibrations of her words will penetrate into your own chakras and then you will feel the subtlety of it in being thoughtless, in being one with the words that Shumanaji is speaking. So you don't need to fully understand mentally what Shumadaji is saying, but I'm just 
explaining a little bit about what the two chakras that Shimadaji has just spoken about. But Navi, when it receives surplus grace, then it starts opening. And its opening helps us in very gross material life also. You are helped materially. Supposing if you are materially absolutely hopeless, then you are not going to pay attention to God also. So it's the responsibility of God to first give you little material well-being. Like I received a letter and also in the tape, they are mentioned about somebody who wanted to come to India from Australia. She got a realization, she felt very much better. And she wanted to come to Australia, to India, but she had no money to come. And that desire was there. Because of that desire in her, she may not have put full attention to her spirit. And that's how our material desires get satisfied. And her daughter discovered she had a bracelet, many bracelets and things she had, and she went to a jumble sale for selling them for some sort of a program they had for children. And they discovered that one of the bracelets that she had, which she thought to be a junk, was of gold. Surprising. And she sold it for $1,500. She was going to sell it for 20, 20 cents. <laughs> and that was exactly the amount needed for their travel, for both of them. Now one would say that how it works out. It is miraculous. That's all I can say because the machinery is such. The pouring of the grace within you informs the Lakshmi principle in the Nabi. Nabi just show them where it is. Somebody has to get up and show. Douglas or someone. Douglas come on. This is the one. And this has the deity of Lakshmi. She is the deity of your well-being. And this is what Krishna has said, Yoga Kshema Vaham Eham. When the yoga takes place, means when the Kundalini pierces through for the nail bone area, I looked after, look after your well-being. How does he look after? Through Lakshmi. Now this is a universal deity. She's present in human beings and also she is present in material things. It is such a fantastic thing that you cannot explain these things on human level. Really, it is difficult. Only thing you can see for yourself how it works out. It's so tremendous. Like, if you have to explain about human civilization to an ant, it's going to be difficult. In the same way it is. It's so difficult, you see. And human beings are so proud of their rationality. And I find it impossible how to explain, but it does work that way. 
You can only see the working of it. But if you are proud of your rationality, you go ahead with it. What can you do? But you just see for yourself how it works. So the second layer that really is improved is your material being. So many people have been helped who are here materially. The well-being has come. Actual well-being, apart from satisfaction. But as I said, it does not cross the limit. Like you do not become Mr. Ford, <laughs> because that's that's some sort of a behavior which is also aja to be so rich. I mean, it's ridiculous, vulgar. You become better than what you are, but not the best, because you have to be in the center at a satisfied point, and everybody has to enjoy you, and you have to enjoy everybody. But supposing if you are in dire necessities and problematic things. Then you cannot pay attention to God, and that's what He understands that you cannot. If you have physical problem, you see, if you have cancer, how can you say that you pay attention to your spirit when you have cancer? I mean, such a body. After all, if this whole house is going to collapse, you cannot meditate here. So first, the physical stability is established, and second is the material one. Now there are many factors which work out material stability. Automatically, first of them is that once you find your spirit, you just automatically give up your habits. Most of these habits come from your nabi, because from nabi chakra you get your seeking, and you think when you have a habit you are seeking your joy. I mean, many people have said. Mother, but I enjoy my glass of whiskey. See, they have said to me many a times, or I enjoy a little ride here and there. Somebody has said that, Mother, I enjoy some Kensington ladies. You see, sort of thing. But once you start enjoying your spirit, it drops out. All your attention, you see, becomes enlightened and. Your priorities change. Don't enjoy these things that you have been enjoying before. So just don't do it. I mean, I don't have to tell you don't drink. You just don't do. I don't have to tell you that you don't smoke. You just don't do. But there are some very weak people, extremely weak. I mean, very very weak people. They take time. I know they plod and sort of you see they are very slow moving creatures. But not all. Um, I would say quite a small number, and most of the people they just give up things, just give up. So you start saving money automatically because the money goes to the races or to the pubs or to other habits which are useless. You know they are useless: smoking, drugs, any such foolish. Things that you are wasting money on, and you start channelizing this money for something better. 
something that gives you more joy, more happiness, and of an eternal nature, not a temporary one that you take the drink previous night and in the morning you are finished. You get a drink that never finishes, which you enjoy all the time. You get drunk like that, you see. Because in my own life I've seen uh, it's such a so-called sophisticated elite life. People drink much more, you see, than normal people do. And they ask me, why don't you drink? I said, I'm already drunk. The day I was born, I was so drunk <laughs> that now if I have to drink more, I'll fall off. So better not ask me. <laughs> They're quite frightened at my this thing. I said, I'm really fully drunk already. So they start looking at me and I, they never find me anyway less in spirit as they are. Actually, I'm always little more than they are, so they never force me to do that. But these things drop out automatically. I don't have to tell you that you have to drop out. Because most of the things you have done, because you have been seeking something. You know, there are people, uh, I asked them, why do you do this? They said, we are seeking love. I said, how? How can you find love like this? Or somebody will say that I'm seeking God. There are many people who are taking drugs, I mean genuinely, just for seeking. But when they have found it, what they were seeking, they don't take drugs. But this is one of the side issues. I was just trying to make it a little lighter. But mainly what happens is that actually the principle of Lakshmi, the principle of well-being within you is awakened. And if you listen to one of my tapes where I've described what a Lakshmi is and how she symbolized, it's a very beautiful picture of Lakshmi that the great seers have put before us, that she is after all a mother. She's a mother, a person who is a rich man, has to be a motherly person. But here you find in the whole world, I have seen those who have even little money, their nose goes up like that. And if you see them from down below, they look like wolves, you see, not like mothers, most surprising. And this Lakshmi, who is a mother, wears a white sari, very elegant, with a gold border. That represents that he doesn't put people into awe by his pomp and show and this and that. She's standing on a lotus. Imagine any human being standing on a lotus. That means that she's so light in her behavior towards others. She's so delicate. She touches people with such delicacy that people don't feel hurt. They are not any way pressurized by the riches of people. But you know, it's just the opposite. We'll leave Shumadiji's talk there and Finishing with her words, the lightness of the Lakshmi principle.
our own Kundalini within us. She's very light, very delicate. You don't even know that she's there, she's that subtle, but also very powerful. If you'd like to deepen further, learn more about Sahaja Yoga Meditation, listen to more wonderful talks of Shumataji, there is a website you can go to. It's freemeditation.com.au and there are all sorts of different links that can lead you to programs, talks on chakras, more information that if you don't feel that you want to go out to a program in your area, the internet is such an incredible source for information regarding Sahaja Yoga Meditation. And it's all free. It's all there for you to, to look at, to listen to, to experience. Giving yourself a little bit of time every day to meditate and feeling great benefits from it. So thanks for listening. We're here again next Sunday. And um, try meditating again tonight before you go to bed. You're just raising the kundalini closing your eyes, placing your hand on your heart, you can say I am the spirit and that's all we need to know, all we need to affirm in our lives thank you <laughs>